You're listening to The Sauropod, and I'm Shrishma Naik. And I'm Catherine Sherlock. And I'm Justin Zeppa. And this is The Snooze. This is The Snooze. Sauropod News. And now, here's the latest from yesterday. Reporting to you live via recording from a kitchen in the North Atlantic, it's Suropod News. We now send you over to our snooze desk and Justin Zeppa. Oh, thank you, stranger. There she is. Hello. The prodigal Sherlock returns <laughs> from her adventures up in the North uh, West. You know the West, what, somewhere around there? Sticky Homer. Sticky Homer. And uh, how, were, how were your travels? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, okay. Other than being sick. Were you sick the whole time? Yeah. Oh, no. Like, as soon as I took a break, instantly sick. Really? Yeah. Wow. What do you attribute that to? Just... Just stopping. Irony? Yeah. Okay, okay. Just just being kicked in the ass, frankly. Okay. By life. Sure. We could also blame Stickus Homer, too, if you wanted to. No, I had it before I went. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Is there anything to report? Anything going on up there that we should know about? There were some earthquakes. There have been some earthquakes. Uh, before we address that, though, let's address what's across the table there. Shrishma hey. hey, What's up, guys? Hi. Shrishma has invited us over to Boo Heights, as we call it, in her new place. Boo Heights. In at Yaya, Yaya Homie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, what a, and what a place, <laughs> what a, eh? What, what a place. View. What a view. We've got the big mountain. We have. If you're local, you know what we're talking about, the yes. big mountain. And we've got big picture windows. And it is rather charming. It is. And beautiful. you're happy here? I am loving it. Da, Great. Da, 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 da. Oh, oh, coming soon, everybody. <laughs> oh, goodness. Episode 92. Well, it might have already come out then. No, no, no. This would be 91. This is this, coming. This oh, is dropping okay. next week. Oh, okay. Because you know, just to keep it, keep the variety. But but, are we loving it? We'll I, just have we to stay. T- we have we stay have tuned stay and find tuned. out. I mean, I got you guys to come up here and record this episode. So it's true. Uh, this is this news, by the way, the Sauropod news. Yes. Uh, it's where we deal with things that are you may have missed, things of interest, things of note, things of great importance. Yeah. But maybe you missed them. And lately, this past season. Season four, the fourth dimension. We've been using that dimension, the fourth one, traveling through it to go through time and just find out like the snooziest of snooze. Mm -hmm. And also maybe kind of dig into where where did this all come from? (laughs) What were we doing? Why were we doing that? Just see if we can find dots and then maybe connecting them. Maybe creating a crazy wall, maybe involving push pins and yarn. I don't know. We'll have to see how the season progresses. But do you think these earthquakes are a push pin? Well, this is the Mm -hmm. thing. Because we've had great progress in our present day. Yes. We've, uh, in the United States, they've passed a stimulus package worth almost $2 trillion. That's a lot of moolah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'll tell you what, we've had these swarms of earthquakes here in Iceland. Yeah. It's crazy. And and a volcano is about to erupt. Yeah. uh, Hetler, is it? I, I don't know which one it is now. Mm, yeah, it's down, it's down the peninsula, but it's uh, it's close enough to where you you can feel it, right? I mean, we've now it's normal. Like if I don't feel a shake every hour, I'm like, oh, yeah. So <laughs> it's so it shakes out to like 
tens of thousands of smaller earthquakes the past few weeks. Uh, probably we're in the hundreds of thousands at this yeah. point of smaller ones. And then thousands, any ranging from like Four. a three to five. Yeah. And then several over five on a Richter scale. Mm. And you can feel those. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, but yeah, what's this, what's... It's a crazy life to live when you're getting earthquakes yep. by the swarm. Like it's, yeah. it, it was every couple hours it was happening. Uh, crazy in itself, even more crazy. Uh, it just gets normal. Like I slept through yeah. the one that we had this morning. The big one. Or no, I was, I was awake, but didn't feel it somehow. But the one a couple days ago I slept through, the one that was in the middle of the night. Yeah. That middle of the night one a couple of days ago, um, I think that was the first one that started like in a long time that okay. startled me. Yeah. Um, but it's so amazing that it's just become so like non-reactionary in like a week. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> here's just another earthquake, yep. guys. <laughs> yep. So mm, so we're still here, but it's it's a situation where maybe we don't want to stay here. So we're gonna go back into the fourth dimension. Okay. okay. We still got some some traveling to do. I've got a place picked out for us. We're going to go check it out. So, I mean, if there's no old business, like maybe we should get into it. Yeah, Hmm. we should. Okay. So, Shrishma, before we go, could you, uh, I know this is a strange request. I I texted to you earlier today, but you've gathered your laundry. If you could just bring that bag with us before we get into the rock and roll time machine, you can just put it in the trunk. Yes, there's a trunk. And uh, your questions will be answered later. I'm sure they will be. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Uh, I've uh, fueled up the old rock and roll time machine here. And let's just, if you please, buckle your safety belts. I, I mean, safety first for the lo- ladies, please. Let's take a shot for the road. Oh, oh I think hey, you yes. should. Hello. No hey. open container laws in time. <laughs> in time and space. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's getting easier. I'm getting yeah. used to it. The more that we use this thing. I think so. It was an untested technology when we debuted it several years ago. And now I feel like it's really, we're putting it through its paces. Yeah, it works. I think a shot helps. <laughs> yeah, the drinking always helps. <laughs> so guys, please uh, unbuckle. Let's leave our, our rock and roll time machine. We're going to place it under its uh, technological disguise where it looks like a, a holographic boulder. Well, it looks like a regular boulder, but it's a hologram. Mm. Uh, so it's just a regular rock out here. And you'll notice, you look around, leafy greens. We got forests. We got forests around mm. us. And it's because, and it's not because of the year necessarily, oh. but you should be aware that the year is 1889. Okay. And we're uh, just outside of Salem, Oregon. Oh, Salem, okay. Oregon. Like the Salem? Not that one. Okay. Not the witchy one. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a shame. No. Uh, I mean, we, we, we can go there. Why shouldn't we hit all the Salems, right? How many are there? Well, there's at least two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and my, uh, my understanding is that the name Salem is actually a shortened version, version of Jerusalem, perhaps. Okay. I did not know this. I feel like I read that somewhere. May or may not have been that Stephen King book. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's true or what, but uh, I'm willing to, to check it out. So as we walk into town here, I just wanted to... Oh, wait, hold on. Let's lock it up.
Gotta lock it up, right? I mean, 1889. Are you sure this is a safe time? Uh, for you... Why do you keep bringing us to this not-so-safe time? <laughs> well, it's because it's not so safe that we need to investigate, okay. right? We need to uh, explore. Okay, okay. Sure. Fortunately, what, uh, I've got a place for us where you're going to be fine. Okay. Nobody's going to look askance. I mean, they're already looking askance there. Yeah. So we're going to fit in just fine. But Is I, this like a heavy, heavily populated it's pretty new. Okay. It's a, it's pretty new. It's fresh. It's uh, this is the 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 wild northwest of the of the United yeah. States. So okay. we're not too far removed from uh, let's see, 1889. Mm, we have basically just finished mopping up the a lot of the native tribes, so they can okay. be you know make room for the white man, right? Uh, I really, and so far, that seems to be if there's one consistent See, thing we're noticing, helping my cause. Mm, it's not, yeah, it's not great. Oh, <laughs> like I say, don't worry, <laughs> because this is a, a also a big boom time for uh, immigration. Right. So we have people coming from all over the place. We're on the west coast of the U.S., so San Francisco is a huge port of call. Uh, Portland. I mean, port. It's right in the Portland. name. Portland. Yeah, I, I don't know if Portland is Portland landlocked. I don't know. I don't know. Why, yeah, why am I asking you? <laughs> I think Hard so. It sounds like it would be landlocked. I've never been here before. Barely know how to pronounce Oregon. Is it synonym? Is it something to do with the spice? Mm, I don't the herb. think so. Oregano. Yeah, that one. Oregano. Yes. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. How do you say it? Oregano. <laughs> oh, God, that gives no. <laughs> Horrific. Oregano. Oregano. Well, we can both charm each other with our mispronunciation. <laughs> but you are the great pronunciator, so we should probably okay. follow your lead. <laughs> Catherine bails us out of a lot of especially when we get any news from France. It's a <laughs> shit show. I can't. I'm no good at it. I'm getting dumber every day, ladies. <laughs> I really feel it. Anyways, we walk into town here. Uh... It's 1889. Let me get you caught up on what's happening at this point in history, right? Please. So January 15th. And by the way, it is uh, it's f- uh, February right now. Okay. So it's brisk. That's why I asked you to wear your jackets. Okay. And, you know. um, so January of this year, though, the Coca-Cola Company is originally incorporated as the Pemberton Medicine Company in Atlanta, Georgia. Aha. Okay. So is this enjoy the your- original formulation? Yes, I believe. I believe so. Did we not look this up before? I think we did. I think we did. I think they cut out the Cocahina pretty soon after they were founded, mm. I want to say. Okay. We do have the hotspot. We may refer to it at some point. But the, the important thing is that this is the anniversary for Coca-Cola. So mm. if you are one of those people, I am. Maybe we could change people. history and make it stop it from happening. Ooh, or we get the secret formula. Oh. Of all those herbs and spices that they dump into that thing that Even only better. a handful of people know. We should look into that. We should. Uh, a little bit of teaser, though. Mm-hmm. We are we will be coming back to 1889 at some point. Is this a a, a, a landmark year for something? Well, a couple of things happen. And okay. we'll, we'll get into it okay. later. Uh, January 30th of this year, Rudolf, Crown Prince of Austria, and his mistress, Baroness Mary Vitsera. Mary Vitsera. Pronunciator, is that all right? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Uh, commit a double suicide or oh. a murder suicide in the Mayerling Hunting Lodge. Okay. Crazy. Where is the Mayerling Hunting Lodge? I, is it in Oregon? I don't think so. I think it's Austria? probably uh, Mayerling Hunting Lodge. 
the Mayerling Incident, says, so says Dr. Wikipedia. Series of events surrounding the apparent murder-suicide of Rudolf and his lover, Mary Fre- Freyen von Vetsera. They were found dead on 30th of January in an imperial hunting lodge in Mayerling. Uh, Mayerling where? Mayerling is a small village in Lower Austria belonging to the Minister. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So I the, guess that's significant. The death of the crown prince interrupted the security inherent in the direct line of Habsburg dynastic succession, if you can mm. believe it. Uh, as Rudolf had no son, the succession would pass to Franz Joseph's brother, Archduke Karl Ludwig, and his eldest son, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Mm-hmm. We know those names. Yes, we do. At least a couple of them. How do we know them? Well... The Archduke Franz Ferdinand was uh, was assassinated in Sarajevo, was it? Mm-hmm. And uh, this culminated in what we like to call the First World War. Yeah. Okay. It was the uh, the lit match that, Just, uh, sparked, that sparked the fuse, the right? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel I should have known that, but okay. It's uh, well, I mean, you get into some of these dynastic families, and it's it's crazy. Speaking of dynastic families. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Meghan Markle, (laughs) Did you guys watch that? Didn't see it. No. Funnily enough, pass me by. I watched it. What's your take? What's your your hot snake on it? (laughs) I don't think I have a hot snake on it. I mean... Hot snakes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I... (laughs) You sure? Well... (laughs) My initial reaction was like, really? Like, y'all can't get over this shit? Like, y'all are like fucking the prince and princess of... Like, what is it that you're so, like, wanting for in life? You have everything. But then I get it. You know, it's not a... You know, there's... Even in that kind of... You're not allowed to be yourself. And anytime you're stopped from being yourself, you know, whatever position or whatever amount of money you have cannot fill that hole or mm-hmm, gap. That, mm-hmm. that, so That's I get true. it, I suppose. Sure, sure. But seriously, we're all in search of respect. You want to be respected. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, like, I don't know anything about, but it just seemed like Harry seems like a really nice guy. <laughs> like, I want a Harry. Well, <laughs> think about it. That's very sweet. Think about it from his position. I mean, think about what happened to his mom, you know? Exactly, exactly. How and he lost his mother. Earth. Yeah, right. So, He's probably very sensitive to that. Yeah. It's weird to think of him as being the sensitive one, but. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm scared. Like, do you think, like, she's going to, like, what if someone, what if in the next couple of years, like, she's suddenly assassinated and, like, everyone will know then it's definitely this, this, well, uh, what? Because wasn't Diana assassinated after she did the interview uh, with the, oh, she wasn't, uh, so we're cutting all of this out, please. Um, no, 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 oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, but. But wasn't, wasn't that the story? Like. She was being chased by paparazzi. Oh, come on. Is that what we're going with? <laughs> I don't know. Sherlock? I have no idea. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know either. I feel like, does the crown wield that kind of power where they can, at this point, where they could have somebody knocked off? I think so. A very public, popular Princess Diana knockoff? Mm-hmm. You think so? Mm-hmm. All right. Definitely a uh, hot snake. Where is the... Uh, hot snakes! There it is. Yeah, so... Boy, the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? right? I mean, so it reminds me are. of a little something called the Mayerling incident. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't have much further information about that. We just got to worry about that line of su- succession, I guess. Very important. Um, what else is going on? 1889. March 31st. Not yet happened yet, but coming soon to a year near you. Uh, the Eiffel Tower is inaugurated in Paris. Opens May 6th. At 300 meters, or 980 feet, its height exceeds the previous tallest structure in the world by 130 meters, or 430 feet. Contemporary critics regard it as aesthetically displeasing. Oh, really? Yeah, they did not like it. Uh-huh. Thoughts? Have you seen it? The Eiffel Tower? Yeah. No, not in real life. Yes, I've been up it. You've been up there? Okay. And impressions? Loved it. I mean, it's great, right? Yeah, made some very good Looks nice. graphic photos from it. Do you feel like the arduous journey to get up there was worth the time and money it took? Yes. You think so? Yeah. Okay, okay. I went up there one time too. I don't think I went to the very top, but I went to the like observation deck maybe. some. I can't remember. Actually, I can't recall. This was many years ago, but I don't think I would do it again. Oh, I would. I completely loved would. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did the whole kind of hanging off the side and my ex-husband was all like, no, don't do that. And I was like, what, like this? What yeah. <laughs> a death-defying jokester you are. I had no idea. Wow. So heights are not an issue for you? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did have a period where I did, uh, did rock climbing. I was not comfortable oh. going up too high. I was good. At, I liked bouldering. So not Bold, too okay. Too far off the ground. Yeah, yeah. But what about uh, what about like roller coasters? You're a roller coaster gal. Uh, on the whole, I would say no. I, I definitely went through a phase when I was younger, but now cruising down to Alton Towers yeah. or something like that. Or? Yeah, completely. Yeah, okay. Not for me. I don't like it. You don't like roller coasters. I don't either? like them. No. Give me the slow ride on like, like a, a Ferris wheel, right, like the, no, 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 the no, teacup no. ride. No, 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 no. Not, not even that. I'm talking. Give me like a dark ride. Give me like a, a narrative filled with okay. robots where we cruise through on a boat or something okay. like that. Okay. Give me a Pirates of the Caribbean, something like that. I'm all about it. The more robots, the better. I don't need that feeling of I have Dropping completely again. lost control of yeah. my body. And uh, I know it's folly. I wouldn't bring it up as like an unpopular opinion like I would with ice or anything, but I don't trust the engineering. Like I know that the one that I get on is the one that's going to have a... That cart's flying right off of there and everything's collapsing in on itself. It's just a feeling. I don't know. I say it now. Check back with me in a year. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. Maybe I'll be really into them. Who knows? Hmm. Tastes change, right? Or in a hundred years. Or in a hundred years. We do have a time machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Eiffel Tower, okay, April 22nd of this year, at high noon in Oklahoma Territory, thousands, oh, you know what, we're not going to talk about this one, because this leads into our next episode. Okay. I'm going to save it for the end. Okay. I'm going to save it. Save it. June of this year, Vincent van Gogh paints The Starry Night Ooh. at, Catherine, help me out, St. Remy de Provence. Yeah. Is that right? Good. Fair enough. Uh, Starry Night. Thoughts? You've seen it. It's the one. It's the, the hit. Van Gogh. It's the hit, yeah. It's very beautiful. It's very nice. Do we know where it is? Um, France? No, I'm not sure that it is. Amsterdam? Hmm, I was just thinking that. Did I see it there or did I see it in New York? Was, um, yeah, was this a Met jobber, maybe? Yeah. Um, Museum of Modern Art. 
the MoMA, MoMA. Yeah. New York That's City. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. And we've, of course, we've talked about Vincent before. Yes. And a uh, couple of his paintings got stolen. A couple of paintings got stolen. We talked about his history, about the incredible mm. output he had mm. before dying very astonishingly young. young. Yes. Um, crazy times. But yeah, so this is, this is that magical year when that becomes a thing. June 19th, a Neapolitan baker named Raffaele Esposito invents the pizza Margarita. Named after the queen consort of Italy, Margarita of Savoy. This is the forerunner of the modern pizza. Pizza and Coke. The same year. Wow. wow. I mean, if we can. It was always meant to be. If right? we could invent the buffet this year, we got ourselves a pizza hut. <laughs> we got ourselves buffet lunch at a pizza hut. Um, September 23rd of this year, 1889, the Nintendo. Kopai, later the Nintendo Company Limited, is founded in Japan by Fusajiro Yamuchi to produce and market Hanafuda playing cards. Uh-huh. So before those Mario Brothers became so super, very interesting cards, games, gamery, always games. Yeah, oh, interesting. Possibly, I'll leave it up to you. Interesting, not. Oh, it was, was not me, impressed. But yeah. Um, Clearly leading the way in technology for gaming, <laughs> I would say. Absolutely. <laughs> December 1st, I mean, 1889, like, you're ahead of the curve. If you're already, oh. you know. Uh, this is it, thinking about people's leisure time, yeah? Yeah, I guess we are entering a point in history where people have leisure time. Mm. Interesting to consider. It's not just so much about scrounging for your next meal. We're sort of sorting things out, again, a product of your industrial revolution. Mm-hmm. And we've automated a lot of things, and uh, now we've got a little bit of free time. What are we going to do? We're going to play Nintendo. 1889. December 1st of this year, the 1889-1890 pandemic of influenza first peaks in St. Petersburg, Russia. Uh-huh. Another flu. Yeah. So we've seen a few of those as well. We've seen a flu of those as well. All right. All right. That was very indulgent of you. So you'll notice that we're in town now. Salem, Oregon, right? It's a real ramshackle, kind of like dirt road situation. We've got, uh, you know, a bunch of boards banged together. And all of a sudden we've got storefronts. We've got hotels. And we've also got where we're heading into. Mr. Sung Lung's Laundry. It's a laundromat, a Chinese laundromat. That's really random. It's very random, and it's very real, and that's why, you know, Chinese, they don't give a shit, right? So we're just going to breeze right in. What's up, my man? We're just in the back. We're just going to go in the back. Us three in the back. He's just waving us through. He doesn't care. But anyway, uh, Shrishma, I did ask you to bring your laundry. So if yes. you could just hand him that yeah. bag. Happily. Yeah. Because y'all know I hate doing laundry. <laughs> right, right. Hate it. It gives us an excuse to hang around, basically. Not that he cares. Uh, but he does have a newspaper here. So we'll, we'll grab a newspaper. And But why did you pick this place? Well, it's... Are we gonna, is that question going to get answered? Well, I picked... You mean Salem? Or yeah. The, oh. Salem, Oregon. Well... 
because I'd heard that their news oh. articles were kind of amusing. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, really, it's about the content, you know. Okay. There's no particular reason. I mean, it's we're out of the Pacific Northwest. Right. It's uh, it's nice. You can see uh, the Cascade Mountains off in the distance mm-hmm. there. We're in the uh, Willamette Valley. If you want to know a little bit more about the area, mm-hmm. um, this was originally 10,000 years ago, populated by... Uh, a Native uh, American ethnic group uh, called the Kalapuya group, hmm. which was divided into eight then subdivisions. I don't know if they were tribes or what. Tribes? Uh, I'm not know. sure. Is tribes offensive? No. Just subdivisions. Well, eight Smaller different groups, groups, three distinct dialects. Hmm. And uh, before uh, white people came here, in uh, around 1812, I want to say, there were about 15,000 of them here. And uh, at this point, uh, by about 1850, they were knocked down to 600 or oh, so. That's horrific. Yes. And then they were moved to a reservation. So just... Hey. Um, and just killed uh, almost entirely by disease brought by white explorers and traders and all of that, trappers. So that is the uh, the bloody legacy of this land that we are now building uh, houses a on. City on. That's great. So yet again, we're seeing that. Mm, mm, I don't know. I don't know, guys. It's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so yeah, Willamette Valley. You got uh, Mount Hood is over there. We got Mount Jefferson over there, and. Uh, you know, it's a it's a nice lush uh, rainforesty type of place. I think. Yes. So rainforesty. I think it's considered a rainforest. I think it. so. Let me check that. Just completely like I don't think Maybe. in in our time it's a rainforest anymore. It's a lot of, Maybe it's uh, just a moist forest. So the Pacific Northwest Rainforest extends along more than 2,000 miles of North America's northwest coast and offshore islands. Uh, From lands bordering Prince William Sound, Alaska, to a little south of San Francisco Bay. So yeah, we're in a rainforest. Goodness. Check it out. Uh, And actually, there are more temperate rainforests in North America. Curious? Curious? Anyway, don't expect to see uh, jaguars or anything like that. I mean, it's not... Flying monkeys? I don't think so. I don't think so. (laughs) Um, If we were in Washington State, I believe that's where uh, Harry and the Hendersons was set. So you're going to get some Sasquatch sightings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to grab this newspaper here. It is Monday, February 18th, 1889. We're reading the Capitol Journal. Catherine, what? is our topic for the day. Firelander snooze dossier type 132-year-old news from Oregon, useful and otherwise. Precisely right, Catherine. Thank you. So yeah, the old Capital Journal, Salem, Oregon. Looking through, shaking out some of these pages here. What do we got? What do we Dust. got? It looks like we've got an ad. Go oh. figure, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. And it says, with three exclamation points in this line, a bargain for somebody. Is it? <laughs> Eastern property, exclamation point. Oh. To exchange for Oregon land. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. Homes for the homeless. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. 1,200 acres of varied land. Varied land? Maybe it's like different. Maybe you got hills, maybe streams. Geography. Rocky. Maybe some soil over here. For sale or rent. Quantity and quality to suit purchaser. Mm. Very promising, right? Mm. Lands near RR facilities. I'm guessing that's railroad facilities. Mm. Railroad facilities. A good chance. For particulars, call at this office. End of advertisement. Were they just giving away land? They want to set up a community. It's a great question. I don't know because this office, they give no address. There's nothing here. Just a phone number? They're just saying, hey, we've got it. If you want it. Call us, baby. (laughs) Call at this office. Yeah. And again, once again, we're seeing call. Mm -hmm. Give them a call, right? Give them a call at the old office. Call in. It is. Just give Use the telephone. Call at this office. And maybe they'll give you 1,200 acres of varied land. So if you guys want, just dial any number and uh, they'll let you know. Okay. So let's take a look here. We've got telegraphic tidings, important events of the whole world for 24 hours. This is just a front page. We're just getting bullets from from around the globe. (laughs) Starting with a haunted courthouse. So this is sound bites, yeah. Mm, How do you mean? It's just... Well, I mean, this is a this is a full article here. Oh, I see. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I thought you were saying they were just like little highlights. Oh well, but I mean, I guess they're just like bits of columns, and it seems to be most of uh, these last two these last two columns. It looks like so we got a haunted courthouse. So this is the news that you need to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, for thirty years, a ghost has walked and talked in it, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Clearly, from around the world, Chattanooga, baby. February 17th, the 50-year-old courthouse at Washington, Tennessee is to be torn down on account of the removal of the county seat. For 30 years, this old temple of justice has been haunted, and it is almost impossible to get men to work on it. Again, the newspaper just saying flat out, hauntings are a thing. Mm-hmm. It's Fact. just accepted. Just normal. You all know what we're talking about, right, readers? Yes. The old haunted... Because ghosts are real. All right, all right. (laughs) We've heard plenty about your thoughts on it. No, no, no. no. Uh, Please feel free to jump in here. Give us your expertise. We we need it. Um, The testimony of ex-officers whose nerve is unquestioned agree that during all these years in a vacant room upstairs, footsteps have been heard at night. And hundreds of visits to the room have failed to detect anything out of the common. Out of the common. Mm. The mysterious tenant has been known to speak and ask an intelligent question. The only occupant of the room has been a skeleton called locally Jimmy Lonesome. (laughs) So, okay. There's a courthouse. Yeah. That has a ghost, potentially a ghost in it. Yeah. But the only person who's seen it, only thing that yeah. has seen it is a skeleton. Jimmy Lonesome. Jimmy Lonesome. <laughs> right. Okay. And that's not Jimmy Lonesome, um, the ghost? Oh, this is it. Is it not the ghost of Jim, Jimmy Lonesome? Well, uh, no. The, okay. So the only occupant of the room has been a skeleton called locally Jimmy Lonesome, left there by a young doctor 
And the local tradition is divided as to whether its former owner stays with it or whether the ghost is the wraith of a murdered man nearby. So maybe Jimmy Lonesome, maybe not. Maybe just some rando ghost. And this is this is journalism of the time. Uh, 1889. Yeah, this is what's what's popping in Salem. I mean, I can't say it's much better in our time. So, well, I mean, we have seen the New York Times talk an awful lot about ghosts and take ghosts very seriously in uh, this this day and age. Um, Okay, Wraith, uh, murdered man nearby. Every man in the little hamlet and the countryside around devoutly believes that the courthouse is haunted and that the ghost can only be laid by the demolition of the old pioneer landmark. So is the ghost the reason that they're moving the county seat would be my next question. It's a powerful ghost. That's oh. drawing a line that's maybe not there, but mm. circumstance would. Maybe it's killing two things with one stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remurdering. Maybe, the, maybe, there's, yeah. maybe there's some genuine political need to move the God, I hope so, house. because if it's just a haunted house situation... How I mean, taxpayer money, everybody. This is yeah, what we're spending this it is on. a scam, right? This That's is the case. Somebody is lining their pockets because of old Jimmy Lonesome. Mm. Jimmy Lonesome, why is he so lonely? Well, I'd like to get his story. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, that's the end of the article. So the because end. Because we get one bullet. All you need to know is that There's Chattanooga is haunted by... Maybe there's a rivalry between Salem and Chattanooga. What a strange, like their sister so cities like, or whatever. So they're trying to smear each other with some smear campaign about it being, yeah, I don't know. I wonder so how yeah, there's some weird shit going on over there. I mean, there's a lot of space between Chattanooga, Tennessee and Salem, Oregon. <laughs> I was going to say, I have no idea. It's, uh, I mean, here. it's about the size of Europe, I would say, between the two. It's got to oh, wow. be very, okay. I mean, it's, so, it's sizable. I take my theory back. <laughs> um, you can still keep it. Uh, it's fine. It's, uh, we don't know that it's not that. That's true. So, uh, second, uh, very important news blurb. Again, just the facts, people. Death of a giant. Oh, actual physical giant? Mm. Mm. Boston, February 17th. The largest and most powerful man in the Middle States and New England, Colonel Goshen, has just died in New Jersey. Oh, gosh. Why is this being broadcast from Boston? Uh, Unusual. Uh, He stood seven feet, two inches in his stockings, measured two feet, six inches across the shoulders, 28 inches through the chest, and weighed 630 pounds. Goodness. Wow. That's a lot of men. He could shoulder a live cow with ease, and many of his feats of strength were marvelous. <laughs> I bet they were. Yeah. <laughs> During his illness, he had four men in, in attendance all the time, and it took their combined strength to move him about in bed with a block and tackle. Wow. Wow. Like, there's a condition that causes you to just grow abnormally. I forget what it's called. Yeah, it's acromegaly or giganticism. Yeah. Um, and maybe he just... Maybe he just had that and he, you know, wasn't... You know, that... I don't think in 1880... Where are we? 89. They he had the diagnosis for this. Mm. It's a gland issue, right? Isn't it just like a... Yeah, 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 yeah. You keep, keep getting a hormone or something? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. But was he, like, perfectly proportioned, or was there some... I don't know. Maybe we can dig up a picture with the old uh, hotspot. Gosh, kid. So he does appear to be relatively proportionate mm-hmm. as a human. I mean, he's... Uh, 
He's barrel chested, right? Yeah. He's got a, you know, he's a big boy. He's a big guy. Okay. He's, you know, he's a... He's a big guy, okay. but he's not... Uh, he's not like un, unproportionately... Disproportionate. Yeah, he's just uh, he's a large man. This he is making that tree that he's standing beside look <laughs> rather wee. But um, yeah, the colonel. All right, so rest in okay, peace, colonel. So death of a giant. My goodness, yeah. End of story, by the way. That's all you needed to know. Okay. He's passed on. Other news from around the world, though. Very worldly. We've got New Jersey. We've got Chattanooga. That's most of the civilized world, as far as uh, this Save newspaper is concerned. Yeah. Is concerned. The famous faster again. So we've apparently heard from this character before. Chicago, February seventeenth. Doctor Tanner, the faster. So just apparently just somebody who fasts. I'm guessing. Which is like fasting, which is like not eating. Not eating, yeah. Okay. Now proposes to go into a trance oh. and be buried four weeks. Be buried for four weeks and then resuscitated. Okay. Um, so he's also going to go without oxygen. Yeah, apparently. Okay. He doesn't need it. He's a he's, he's an oxygen faster as well. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, he contends that it has been done and can be done. That there is no respiration in the trance, the body being, as it were, hermetically sealed. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So there is some, like, if you go back to, like, in India, there's, like, these sages who would, like, literally meditate. And they would meditate for days on end. And they wouldn't need, like, food or water or anything. Okay, okay. So I wonder if he attained some form of that. But I don't know about a month. Yeah. That's a... I mean, that's... I mean, uh, and, and they do breathe. It's not like they stop breathing while they're meditating. <laughs> this guy says no breath. <laughs> no breath at all. Hermetically sealed in a condition like to the unborn child. I feel like maybe... Is there some like some follow-up we could do if he, if he survive, survived this attempt? Dr. Tanner the Faster? Let's find out. Thanks, Hotspot. Mm-hmm. He's got his own Wikipedia entry. Okay. What? Henry S. Tanner, Dr was a physician who avoided who advocated fasting. He fasted for 40 days in Manhattan in 1880. Oh my god. So that must have been the previous you know, now we're hearing from him again. Mm. He's trying to get some of the old glory back. Okay, he was born in uh, uh, 1831 in England to Hannah and Samuel Tanner. He claimed to have completed a 42-day fast in 1879, but was unable to prove it. On June 28, 1880, he began a 40-day fast in Manhattan. His first meal after completing the fast was milk, watermelon, and half a pound of beefsteak. Wow. That seems quite heavy. On his... I think you'd need yeah. to take it, like, slow. slow. A bit at a time. Crumbs. Yeah. On his 81st birthday in 1911, he proposed an 80-day fast in Los Angeles, California. He died on December 28th, 1918. So, no oh, word nothing. on what he did okay. 80. Oh, so... Let's see, uh, Clarendon Hall in Manhattan. Was that a ripe old age? I mean, did the fasting kind of help extend life? Well, uh, 18th, uh, aged 87. So, pretty good for back then. Would, yeah, exactly. Very good, in fact. Because no one believed his claim that he had fasted for 42 days, in January, uh, a practitioner of hygienic medicine announced that he would repeat his experiment to show that humans can survive without food and would agree to submit himself to be placed under the care of any medical society that would provide adequate housing. 
he began his attempt to duplicate his 40-day fast. And after the sixth day, the New York Times began a series of articles chronicling his day-to-day progress, each dispatch becoming more ominous in its anticipation of that his death by starvation was imminent. As the twelfth night approached, a Times headline announced that the end was predicted to be at hand. But rather than deteriorating, by the twentieth day, Tanner's condition improved and he looked and acted better than ever. Hmm. Suspicious. Mm, Yeah. Did somebody want a sandwich or something like that? (laughs) Um, The the usual admission price of 25 cents was raised to half a dollar, resulting in a box office take of over two grand. The many doctors on hand still expected him to keel over, though upon refeeding, and although he refed on milk, which today would be strongly discouraged, he suffered only minimal nausea and some vomiting. A few days later, the Times began reporting on Tanner's recovery, gaining back some of his weight, and that by September 10th, the fasting doctor had launched a lecture tour touting starvation as a cure for disease. Yeah. Have you tried it? I mean, don't knock it until you've tried it, right? Cure for disease. Yeah. Well, if you die, then yeah, you're not going to get anything, are you? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Problem solved. (laughs) (laughs) So, interesting times Uh, in Chicago, I guess. Dr. Tanner. Uh, Other bulletins from around the globe. America. Mm. A house collapses. Oh, no. Chicago. Again. Again. Mm. February 17th. Mm. The great 14-story Owings block in Chicago collapsed this morning. Cause? 14-story. Yeah. That's a big-ass house. Yeah. Yeah. Cause unknown. No lives lost as the cracking had driven the workmen out a few moments before. Oh, the workmen. So, I wonder if this was a... They were were building a shell gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is another theme we're seeing. It's a lot of uh, a lot of destruction, a lot of accidents. You know, this is why we have workplace safety and all of that. Uh, for example, another next bulletin here: a one million dollar fire. Montreal. That's a different. Oh, country. that's a different country. Yeah. Uh, was it a different? I mean, okay, because Can- I guess Canada. Yeah, yeah. Was a different it was, yeah, it was Canadian. A, ter- a terrible fire is raging here. The Oglevy Elevator and the rolling mill of Peck, Benny, and Company are destroyed, and the fire is still raging. The loss is over $1 million. That's a big sum back then. Yeah, so you've got time to have a fire, see the fire, write a blurb, (laughs) and then uh, telegram it all the way across the continent, and it's still going on. By the time we're reading this, that's a, that's a big. It's considerable. It's mm-hmm. a good fire. I mean, bad, it's a terrible fire. But like, as far as fires go, if you're going to rank fires, the longer the fire burns, the better the fire, right? Oh, <laughs> is that what we're going? I, with? I don't know. <laughs> Quality of fire, Catherine. How do you rank fire? Um, Hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Spirit <Sorry>. Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> In the Toledo Glass Works, this is just, there's no headline or whatever, right. just, just a blurb, just for, for your awareness. In the Toledo Glass Works, they are preparing to make bathtubs and coffins out of glass. Wow. The glass industry in that city is becoming quite extensive. This is Toledo... Ohio. Oh. I'm assuming Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it known for its glass? 
Um, I don't think so. I mean, I know it is the home to a uh, minor league baseball team. But... Uh, but beyond that, yeah, no, I mean, it's just a average uh, little city, I guess. I don't know. Toledo. What's up, Toledo? Yeah, see, I thought Spanish. Well, there is a Toledo, Spain, yeah. which was home to the finest steel known to man. Mm. And that's where you would go get your, uh, your sword made. Okay. Guys, we got an ad- advertisement. I just wanted to let you in on this hot new product that uh, is is making the scene. Woman's most faithful friend is Oregon Kidney Tea. It is specially adapted to... Make you go pee? (laughs) 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 To complaints peculiar to delicate systems and works like magic without leaving any unpleasant after effects. Oregon Kidney Tea is a purely vegetable preparation and is unequaled in kidney and urinary complaints Uh, sold by dw matthews and company now you guys are ladies how often do your kidneys act up mine are pretty reliable okay i I would agree i don't think they've ever really acted up maybe this was just of the times then maybe there was some you know people had trouble peeing maybe they didn't drink enough water Um, (laughs) and they needed kidney tea. <laughs> kidney tea. Are you in? You want it? No. Okay. But you know, like people get like UTIs, so maybe it was hey, something whoa, whoa, whoa. to treat that. Royal, Royal baking powder. Yeah, yeah. It exists. You can get some of that. It's absolutely yeah, pure. You get it here. Yeah, you do. I, I I ha- I'm pretty actually, sure I have I'm sure some. it even has that label. Yeah. They haven't changed the, la- the label on the Royal baking powder. This powder never varies. I mean, quite literally, it never varies. It's the same today 130 something years later i'm pretty sure i have it a marvel of purity strength and wholesomeness more economical than the ordinary kinds and cannot be sold in competition with the multitude of low test short weight alum or phosphate powders sold only in cans Mm -hmm. royal baking powder company 106 wall well they survived the times they certainly have I guess uh, baking powder technology has not changed very much. I guess not. In this time. So we've got here, uh, again, just some more, looks like, uh, just more news excerpts here. This is just a a, a one-line blurb. The wife of the Tsar of Russia has Hmm. become insane. (laughs) This one, they were going mad, though, in in Russia. They were, Like the royal family. Yeah. What, didn't they all well, get, I mean, get uh, poison? <laughs> there was res- there was a Rasputin story somewhere. Yeah, this is a little bef- pre-Rasputin, maybe? Okay. Maybe? Yeah. Barely? Okay. Use the hotspot. Let us know. Mm. Other things happening. The smoking of opium by the white people of Spokane Falls is increasing. Oh. So just for Still your... Still had the drug problem for back your then, awareness. Too. Yeah, yeah. Fast forward 100 years later, they have uh, the pill problem. They do. Don't it was they? the, uh, yeah, it was the, uh, what do you call it? The oxies of, uh, the of its day. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, can you move over? I, I think they're trying to move the whites over to the, oh. the rinsing bin. Just, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, those right. whites. I thought you meant no, no. the whites. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was born in 1869. Okay. Oh. The Mad Monk. Hmm. Was he uh, mucking about with the the czar and the czarina? 
1889 ish? Yeah, yeah, Rasputin. Is that Boney M? It is Boney M. No, he didn't. Uh, he had some kind of religious conversion experience after taking a pilgrimage in 1897. Oh. So he was not the mad monk, he was just mad. Or perhaps, or maybe he he after, after that point, I think things went downhill. Okay, okay. He apparently had very seductive eyes. Hmm. You could get lost in his eyes. He would entrance you. Oops. Maybe that was the source of his power. Uh, they so they say. Hmm. She's showing you a picture of Rasputin. Yeah. So I mean, I'm captivated by those eyes. Look at that. I don't know. Is that the guy you want to keep around though? Not really. Yeah, especially if you're in charge of Russia. This is the guy. I mean, I guess, you know, keep your enemies close, right? But do you you need him advising you? He was an advisor. Was he? Okay, yeah. I, I clearly need to go read up on that history. Tell you what you need to do. Just go watch Anastasia. <laughs> That's pretty why much, I know about Pretty him. much the same thing. <laughs> uh, they had one son who was like a hemophiliac. He had the hemophiliac. Oh. And they thought he was like cursed because they couldn't figure out why this... What was wrong with this? So this means he had to. He was drinking blood or something like that, or no, no, no. Like, he um, if he um, cut himself or something like that, his blood would not clot. So he would oh, just bleed, bleed, bleed. Okay, okay, bleed, okay. Keep bleeding. Didn't have the platelets. Gotcha. Yeah, a whole bunch of issues that were presumably taken care of around what 1917, 1918, something. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunate times. Maybe we'll have to go check that out, but Maybe. why would we want to? Why not? Yeah, I mean, it's just a bunch of murder. Well, we're here they in just, Salem, Oregon. murdered them. Post some unnecessary murdering. Yes, we are here. Okay. Occidental jottings. That's what this section is called. <laughs> Occidental, Occidental jottings. Occidental. Yeah. Right. <laughs> News and notes of general interest to the Westerner. Well, that's us. We're out here. We're in the West. Uh-huh. At Independence, a live wildcat is on exhibition. Oh. It was captured on the Lookamute, which I'm assuming is, uh, you know, a river or area, some kind of naturey place where you would find a wildcat. Mm. Anyway, you can go see that now if you want to. News you need to know. Mm. Just as this is. Uh, the celebrated sleeping girl of Troy, Tennessee died last week. I know you're intrigued. Eh? She has slept since she was 10 years of age till she was 32 years old. Waking at intervals of a minute or two and occasionally for an hour or a little longer, sometimes daily, sometimes not for several days. Thousands have visited her. At one time, Barnum offered her parents $10,000 per year to take her and her parents with his show. He to pay all expenses, but they refused. P.T. Barnum of the circus. circus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When she died, thousands attended the funeral. Her body began to decompose almost instantly, turning black. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. She must have had some bed sores, to be honest. Yeah, she I mean, probably sure. got maybe got a blood infection. I got to imagine that there was a uh, her parents had a real routine of shifting that body around, maybe like every hour, flipper under a different. But what side. would make a person sleep like that? Well, says the hotspot. We need more information on this. I mean, not really, but <laughs> the sleeping girl of Turville. Oh, okay. Oh, she's got an entry. She's got well. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. This is not the same person. 
Turville is in the UK. Buckinghamshire. Shire? Shire? Buckinghamshire. <laughs> when you guys get consistent with your pronunciation, I will be consistent Sheer. with mine. Sheer. Okay, okay, okay. Buckinghamshire. Buckinghamshire, of course, famously where <laughs> the hobbits live. Uh, but this sleeping girl of Turville was a resident of Turville, a small village in Buckinghamshire in the United Kingdom. In 1871, aged 11, she purportedly fell asleep and did not wake for nine years. The case attracted international attention from newspapers, medical professionals, and the public. Uh, okay. After four months, her condition was declared incurable and she was sent home. Oh, this is after periods of drowsiness. Mm. She became a tourist attraction for the village, and her family made considerable money from visitors' donations. As the years progressed, with no sign of Ellen's waking, speculation grew that her illness was either a hoax or caused by her mother, an mm. issue that was never resolved. Mm. In late 1880, soon after her mother's death, Ellen she was awoke. Fine. Ah, she okay. later married and had at least five children. Wow! Wow, indeed. Well, Do you think there's a similar case for the lady in Tennessee? It's possible. Yeah, it could be. Interesting. What do they call that syndrome where a parent does that? Abuse. Oh. <sighs> yeah, but it has a name. Is it Munchausen's? Yes. Okay. Okay. I okay. So. I think so. Factitious disorder imposed on another. FDIA, also known as Munchausen syndrome by proxy, Mm, condition in which a caregiver creates the appearance of health problems in another person, typically their child. Oh, Mm -hmm. bone chilling. Yep. Anyway, uh, so she's dead. Um, Just (laughs) FYI. That's a shame. That sucks. (laughs) It really is. And her body turned black almost instantly. Just crumbled. Mm. I I just made the crumbling part up, but I have to imagine. I don't know. One last thing, ladies. Then we got to get the hell out of here because they got to. Uh, They're going to come after all, me. Well, they got to hang all this stuff up, and you know, and yeah, we can't take you into town. I mean, come on, come on now. We've been through this enough. Uh, one more thing, guys. Paper clothing. Oh, they tried this, I guess. The, they, if it was tryable, they tried it. A lot of time back then. Yeah, not not good in the rain, I hear. <laughs> yeah, the latest novelty in the way of garments is paper clothing. That is clothing made of paper. <laughs> Thank you, newspaper. The process was discovered not much, uh, if any, over a year ago, and is the process mm, okay? And is controlled by a company in Michigan, which manufactures the goods. Only recently has any of the clothing been seen. The value of paper as a retainer of warmth has always been recognized by hunters, prospectors, and other people who are given to, quote-unquote, roughing it. Mm. On cold nights, these people will cover themselves over with old newspapers, which they find a great protection against cold. You mean the homeless? I guess so. Okay. I wonder if the homeless are really as satisfied with their newspaper blankets as this newspaper is making it out to be. Maybe they're trying to get people to use their newspaper as their clothing. Oh, buy the newspaper. To, you know, so they're increasing their sales. Multifunctional. Like, mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Get your news. Get some clothing. Well, I mean, okay. So picture the amount of money you spend on a nice uh, comforter and duvet or something like that. Invest that into newspapers. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. That's hundreds of newspapers mm-hmm. potentially, and also it's going to seem like a great idea because newspapers not so durable. 
So you're going to go through those newspapers. You're going to want more newspapers. you're creating the demand. Exactly. It's it's quite a racket. Mm. Too bad Um, it didn't work. This is perhaps uh, what's suggested to some genius. (laughs) Some genius. It's paper clothing. (laughs) Like, what about just, you know, a wood? Let's make wood jackets, everybody. (laughs) Oh, he's a genius. (laughs) Genius. I think anything would fly at that time, I guess. Yeah, novelty was the thing, I think. Yes. Something new invented every day. Mm Mm-hmm. What an exciting time to to be alive, right? <laughs> what an exciting time. You can wear dress up in paper and sleep for a decade. Uh, the goods are of a very tough sort of paper resembling buckskin in appearance. Ooh. So that's what you needed to know. Maybe we should take some back. See if it'll work in our time. Um yeah, why not? Take some of this paper. Should take this newspaper yeah. back? Yeah, he's not. Sung Lung's not going to mind. Yeah, he's going to be okay. Um, anyway, we should probably, you know, tip our caps to him. And uh, thank you. Thanks for letting us hang out. Yep. Thanks. Thanks. And then the. Okay, there's. Take your laundry. He's yeah, gonna oh, yeah to I you. forgot. Yeah, um, looks like you didn't get around to it. I'm sorry. So you probably. So I just got to. it all the way for nothing. Mm, yeah, so I have I mean, to do this myself. Yeah, you're probably just going to have to do it yourself. <sighs> um, but not in the near future because, guys. We're not leaving 1889. Where are we going? Uh-hoo. We have to go to a different state. And this is what we call in the biz a cliffhanger. Oh. Because in a couple months, something stupid crazy is going to be happening in the United States. And we're going to go check it out. So tune in next time to this news. I'm sorry. Or are you so disappointed? <laughs> yeah, you were, I was waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just have to tune in next okay. time. What? Fine. Because it doesn't happen till April. It's February now. So okay. we've got some time That's to some kill. Time. Are we going to stay here? Um, you know, we have the time issue. We don't have to. Okay. You want to sleep in your own bed, right? Yes. Okay. Well, maybe like a more friendly time. A more friendly time. Okay. When would that be? Well, we can go to like the other side of the world. Okay. Okay. But you want toilet roll, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure we'll it out. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll we can do like a a roulette with the timing, like the time setting in the machine, and just go where. Oh, okay. Like, just <laughs> just spin it at yeah, random. Okay. Okay. I, I like us. that idea. I do like that idea. And uh, so we're gonna do. So next episode, we're gonna go check out this crazy thing that's happening. Okay. I mean, it's really crazy, stupid. And then after that. I'm going to make a promise to you guys. You've been really good about going to some fairly unremarkable places right. like Wisconsin. Right. Mm-hmm. Oregon. Montana. <laughs> and then next time, Oklahoma. Oh, what happened in Oklahoma? So after we, go to, after we do the Oklahoma thing, <laughs> where the winds blow strong across the plains or something like that. Um, after that, we're going to go somewhere extra special, right? Okay. I'm excited. And, uh, yeah. So until next time though, ladies, thank you so much for joining on this adventure. Uh, Shushma, if you could just grab the old, uh, triple A maps out from underneath the seat. Oh, we're already back uh, in the thingy. Yeah. Yeah. We're back. (laughs) I mean, we walk, it's funny because we walk a lot quicker back to the thing. Yeah. Usually what happens is. It was downhill though, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And we had, we'd walked around the block a couple times before we were reading the the previous news. So Mm -hmm. we'll just have to, uh, yeah, do that. And then we're going to get back in. And, uh, any final comments before we sign off for the, for the day? 
No, I'm just. Uh, I'm, I'm sleepy. Yeah, I would say so. I'm, I'm glad glad to be heading to my bed. You feel like you could sleep and for hungry. a dozen years. Oh my god, if only I could sleep for three hours. Well, look, tuck yourself into your newspaper blanket and give it a try. I mean, you can have the whole back seat. Yes, there's a back seat to the rock and roll time machine. It's a whole. It's a whole little. I love this time machine. It's pretty nifty. It's good, right? Yeah, it's real it's smooth. Pretty, yeah, yeah, uh, works like a darn charm, and. Uh, yeah, thanks again, ladies. And until next time, this has been, you know, the sleepy news. Yeah, the stupid news. It's fun news. Slower news. Old news? Mm. Definitely old news, which is <laughs> a bit contradictory. It's a bit. We like to call it the snooze. Thanks, guys. Good night. <laughs>